Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. He's host of the podcast Behind the Velvet Rope. It's David Yontef. Such a wonderful introduction. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all it's downhill so, from here. It's like 830 here in New York City, and I am just like, I, I better wake myself up. Let me exactly. tell you, I am, I am one of those, I am a morning person. I'm oh, one of those okay. weird morning people. I get it. I just recently started cutting out caffeine after 2 p.m. Wow, has it made a huge difference? Well, I was waking up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., no matter what, and uh, that it did stop. It helped. I was there pre-COVID and in COVID. <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of things I do in COVID that I never. Right. Well, time is I've lost never sense of meaning or. Yeah, now it's like I'm having Chinese food at 9 a.m. and I don't care, and I want pizza at 10 a.m. I, I just yeah. don't care. Oh yeah. Because right. what, what are these society's rules? We made them all up. <laughs> kind of. Nothing matters anymore. Yeah. Nothing matters. No, Money, I... just a thing we agree upon. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to do, just do. Just do Thank it. you. Yeah, right? <laughs> Nike, you listening? Yeah, whatever you want. That's that's my advice. The new Nike slogan. Uh, David, your podcast is about Bravo reality shows? True. Well, okay. It, it is that is true that is true it is not a, a gotcha larger, no it's not a, no it's about pop culture in general but it is with a very it's like a five day a week interview show wow. with a very heavy slant on bravo so literally you open up your it's like christmas morning for the listeners that's what they tell me <laughs> you open up your thing and it's like who is the guest today it's mostly you know a lot of real housewives anyone from yeah. bravo but we do other reality and like, we just had Janice Dickinson on. So we, we do. Oh, okay. oh yeah. That was a good one. I oh yeah. Was there something that initially like was your first like entry into like real loving reality TV? 
way, I mean, way back in the day, probably like the Hills, Laguna Beach, but I even love like That's the it. real world survival. Like I was there pretty much right from the beginning. I mean, I just loved reality TV and like, I love, you know what it is? The, the, the Real Housewives started with the Real Housewives of Orange County, which was right. green lit because of the OC and because of like Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. So I love Desperate Housewives. I love the OC. So I'm like, why wouldn't I watch this show? <laughs> so your favorite flavors. Just, you know, it's really weird. Like my audience comes for a lot of things, but I could have the worst show with a housewife and it will still do better than like an icon like Janice Dickinson. It's uh, there's it makes rude. no sense. Yeah, right, and like the that. Janice Dickinson interview goes because I get a lot of press because I'm interviewing all these people. It went all over the world because she said Judy Dame Judy Andrew Julie Andrews is a bitch, and she said <laughs> so. She said all these wow. things, and it's, but yet that is not as highly rated as like housewife that's been off the air for like nine years so my audience is very heavy into the bravo world but i have a diverse group of guests but it is it's heavy bravo it is and reality well to be fair janice dickinson has been kind of off the air for nine years or so (laughs) she has she has but even other people like like melissa rivers was on and just like i mean i know these aren't like but i'm just I don't know. There's no, other shows that I'm like, this person is like a blockbuster. And it's like, yeah. So we do like actresses and actors that have that like pop culture kitsch edge. Yeah. Sure. You know, like we're never going to have a sports figure. We're never going to have like <laughs> somebody political. And we're not just going to have like some serious actor. It needs to have like that slant of like. No. Culture. So if Daniel Day Lewis called, you'd say absolutely say no. not. Sorry. Well, I mean, I would say yes. But <laughs> I would you be would like, right. I wouldn't be. No, I mean, I would say yes and air it, but I would be more excited if like Tori Spelling called. Okay. Well, sure. Oh, sure. The, st- so, the author of storytelling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have a whole group. I feel like you could get her. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, like, so I'm probably, she's not, she's not not gettable. Yeah, she's not she, not gettable. She's not, not unaccessible to media. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel, feel like Netflix is really like raising the bar in terms of reality shows, like selling Sunset, a sensation oh, yeah. now, selling the Classic. ugliest houses in mm-hmm. cocktail dresses. What Did more do you want? Of, of course. <laughs> it's literally, I had, so there's an example. I had them all on Jason Oppenheim. I had Mary, I had Maya. I had, who else? Amanda. It's, I'm, I'm obsessed with selling Sunset, but Bling Empire also brilliant. Did you watch? Yeah, I watched that too. And the House of Ho. I agree. I think that Netflix is, wants to be in the reality game and they're not playing around. It's right? Netflix. Yeah, I just started watching this one on HBO Max called uh, Lost Resort. It's like a, a bunch about? of people with like emotional problems go to like the rainforest <laughs> to this like luxury <laughs> retreat and there's like shamans and like they try a different form of like, you know, hippy dippy healing every episode. Oh, but there's a great codependent mother-daughter duo and everybody hates the mother because she makes every problem about herself. So obviously it's a must watch. That yeah. sounds, I mean, listen, Selling Sunset and Bling Empire, I'm, I'm two for two. So I, I'm there for, and Selling Sunset seasons four and five, they're greenlit, both of them. They're just printing money wow. over there. All at once. It's just, it's, I don't know. The show is so good. I also love a lot of real estate porn. Like, do you watch Million Dollar Listing LA and New York and all those? They're good. I watch House Hunters. 
See that? that that's not real estate porn. No, <laughs> that's no, the that antithesis of pornography. That's very digestible. Yeah. But selling sunset is that's that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. But we're talking. We're you're here kicking off our series on what some call the ultimate reality show, the Oscars. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we're doing a series of movies on best supporting actors movies that either been nominated or won. Do you have any affinity for the Oscars? Is that part of your pop culture uh, casserole? Well, I'm doing a show coming up. I'm bringing Melissa Rivers back because I want to talk like red carpet and stuff like that. So I am going to be doing, it's coming out, whatever the week before the Oscars is. I think like the third week in April, I'm doing a yeah. show with Melissa Rivers. Um, you know, I think out of all of the award shows, I am more into like the Emmys. I'm more of a TV Reality person, TV, yeah. but I, so just to, answer your question i now that melissa is coming on i was looking today because i'm like i should prepare somewhat i can tell you these movies i have not heard of a single one not one not one <laughs> i mean they're like into francis mcdormand yeah, is sure. nominated for i don't even know what these movies are i mean we're not really going to talk about those i don't know no. what they are so you don't I have mean, mank fever no now, normally, <laughs> normally, I I just think because we weren't in the movie theater, it was all of this like straight to, I really just ignored it all and just was working on my podcast. Listen, five shows a week, man. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But you know what it is? We it's really like, appreciate you adding this to your plate. I don't like saying, you know what it is? I get these ideas. It's like you get, like we just were saying like Tori, but you get these ideas and you see something that happens in pop culture and you're like, I now want to speak to that person like right away. And mm. this is how my show became five days. I mean, I think part of it was COVID too, that I had a lot of time on my hands, but now, I mean, here we are and I don't see that changing. See, you I get ideas and never do anything about them. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I'm just so busy that I can't. And then it's like angst. And then it's like, like Blank Empire. I had visions of interviewing everybody from that. <laughs> I secured, I mean, it just takes a minute. You know, you can't just say like, come on my show. It takes back and forth. I was able to secure Andrew Gray, the boyfriend of Kelly, the one that everyone says is crazy and has all those rage issues. Oh, he's like the one who screamed at her when they're in Paris. We did a special two-part episode. I got a call from <laughs> I got a call from Netflix. I'm like, wow. I didn't fucking Oh yeah, I yeah. like get calls. I get calls all the time. I'm like, I didn't say I I didn't say this. So why the hell are you calling me? I didn't say all these things that the show was fake and all this other stuff. Sure. I mean, oh, you're just a platform. Right. If you're upset with me, you obviously <laughs> listen to it. Like, what do you want me to do? And then it goes back, can you edit it? And I'm like, let me explain how a podcast works. If I edit this out, like, yeah, everyone that downloads it today is not going to hear it, but like it's already downloaded. It's by, out there. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't understand that. And then I, I was like, and I don't really want to edit it. It's just whatever. But the sanctity of people's misguided beliefs about how reality shows work must be preserved. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, but it was one of two times. There's only one other time where somebody was talking to me and they were new to the business mm, gotcha. and they, there was nobody on the line. I'm like, I, where the hell is your publicist? Why, why are you here without your publicist? <laughs> this one's even worse. The freaking publicist set it up. So I don't know why you're letting your client speak to me without you on the, uh, you know, black. That's how it works a lot of time. They're black, not all the time, but the publicist will be blacked out. I mean, they're on the Zoom, but they don't. Really? Think, right. Know. They'll pop up. Not, like, no, not no, no, all no, the no. time. <laughs> it really depends. It's like you can't, but it happens at least 
25% of the time, probably. So here, this is one of two times where some, this person was talking and I was actually saying like, oh shit, this is, he's gonna, he, this person doesn't. Like normally when someone comes on, th- a lot of people play me and I don't care, but I can tell I'm like, oh, you want press. I get it. Like you have been off the air. A reality years. star? Really? Wants yeah, I press? know, really. And mind you, Janice wasn't that. Janice just got, doesn't care what she says. And you know, Right, I'm that's like, part of her charm. Let me ask you about Gigi and Bella, because let's, I mean, I, I also know how to get press. I also know what to do. So <laughs> hey. I'm like, well, no, I mean, I listen, I've been shows at this. a week for a while now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so as you said, I bow down to the house of Janice. You said she's been out. So right, okay, fine. So but let's face it. You have to ask one question when Janice is there. What do you think of Kendall Jenner, Gigi Hadid? You know? And really this whole interview could be one minute because that is that is the headline. And sure enough, that went all over the world. And surprisingly, her calling Julie Andrews a bitch got a lot of pickup too, which that shocks me. Cause I'm like, who cares about Julie Andrews? You know what it is? It was all overseas. Overseas, it was a whole thing. Oh, sure. gotcha, yeah. yeah. They love her in Europe. Yeah, she's their Mary Poppins. But so Janice was just herself, but normally it's like someone that hasn't been on for a long time comes on, then they try to get pressed. Like they're trying to say things. And I'm like, I don't believe what the words you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, but this poor guy, oh, this ahead. poor guy, yeah. this poor, I'm telling you, this poor guy, the more he talked, I was like, oh, this, this, someone should shut him up. And I mean, it's not going to be But it wasn't going to be you. No, of course yeah. not. I had a moment <laughs> of feeling bad for him. <laughs> Which episode is this that we should definitely check out? It's called Andrew Gray from Bling Empire. <laughs> okay. It's the rage guy. <laughs> Just, it wasn't yet. Yeah, and that was, and he, he explained away why he's like not rageful. And the more he explains it away, I'm like, Huh, this isn't helping, helping your case. Yeah. yeah, I think I think this is like increased because like you're talking and hyperboles and moving and shaking and just like it was like I don't know. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's easier just to admit, yeah, I made some mistakes, and then how do we move forward? As opposed yeah. to when you fight, 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 you're just making it worse. You're just making it worse, John. Uh, um, uh, speaking of fighting uh, and oh. wrestling, today we're talking about the Academy Award nominated I, Tanya. John, what's the deal with I, Tanya? Mark, let me tell you the deal with I, Tanya. It was directed by Craig Gillespie, written by Steven Rogers, and it follows the life of figure skater Tanya Harding and her connection to the 1994 attack on her rival, Nancy Kerrigan. The film claims that it is based on contradictory and quote unquote true interviews with Harding and her ex-husband, Jeff Galuli suggesting that they are perhaps unreliable narrators. Uh, the film stars Margot Robbie, Sebastian Stan, Julianne Nicholson, Caitlin Carver, Paul Walter Hauser, Bobby Cannavale, and Allison Janney, who won an Oscar for playing Harding's horrible mother, LaVanya Golden. Uh, premiered on December 8, 2017, made $53.9 million off a budget of $11 million. It received mostly positive reviews. Christy Lamar of RogerEbert.com described it as an irresistible soapy mix of jealousy, competition, and class warfare, fortified by powerful performances and unexpected emotional resonance. However, the film did receive some criticism for taking liberties with facts in order to make Harding more sympathetic. Christine Brennan, who covered the real story in 1994, wrote in USA Today that the movie certainly doesn't worry about letting facts get in the way of a good story or bother to tell you that the only person Tanya has to blame is herself. And in addition to Janney's win, Margot Robbie uh, earned an Oscar nomination for Best Actress and Tatiana S. Regal was nominated for Best Film Editing. And that is the deal with I, Tanya. And we should say, uh, Allison Janney was nominated against Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, Hong Chow for Downsizing, Holly Hunter, The Big Sick, and Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird. 
Mm-hmm. But Allison Janney pulled it out. So, David, we asked you to pick uh, best supporting actress movie. Why I, Tanya? Well, first of all, you'd have to refresh my memory on the other choices. There were, there was one or two or three others. Everyone that... wanted Lady Bird. That, I was rooting for Lori <laughs> no, Metcalf. I actually, no, but I mean, like picking it to like talk about it here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't, I didn't. There was something else I was like, I am just, you, what do I do for a living? Like I, Tanya Harding would be, a, I would take her on my podcast tomorrow. I would take be Nancy American to. too. Yeah. But I am, there's something about, I'm just like, I'm obsessed. Tanya Harding is the type of person I'm obsessed with. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah. What is it? Was it, were you obsessed with her before this movie? Yeah. i mean okay i wasn't obsessed with her back in the day when all this was happening right but then she became you know like a cult figure yeah like someone that just and yeah and then like you just watched her doing interviews and you're like you need media training and she's just all over the place and then she's on dancing with the stars and just she's just like yeah how'd she do Uh, on dancing with the stars she got, I don't remember specifically, but she got farther than you might think. She got pretty far. A lot of times athletes do well on that show because of like the physical training that like, it's like not too dissimilar mm-hmm. to like practicing right. or studying dance. So like there's some of those sort of like muscles or like approaches or like already they're good at that as opposed to someone who's just like, can me lines and I'll figure it out, you know. They do. And I can't remember if she was on, I think it must've been after this movie. I, I would think. I would think I would this think, movie that would make sense, is what this is really up brought to her. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I, I don't think it was before, but I think it was like right after. But what a great person! You know, that's a great idea, right? That's a great person to yeah. Definitely. So you're a fan of the movie? It sounds like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you guys are not fans of the movie. No, oh, I know. We definitely we're are. clarifying. We're clarifying. <laughs> I mean, love this subject matter. I think it was great. I think Allison Janney did phenomenal. Was she the, I can't remember, was she the front runner or everyone? Everyone thought it was Laurie Metcalf, right? I think it was, I think it was like, like the two of them. It was like one of those two. It was, it was like one of the closest races that year, I think. Yeah, nobody was never know because of no. in the big sick. <laughs> Poor thing. So it sounds like yeah. you're a fan of it. That's great. John, what's your uh, baggage with I, Tonya? Uh, I mean, I saw it when it came out. I remember all of the sort of shenanigans as they were happening in real time. <laughs> sure. Of course. And then, uh, I mean, I have sort of a connection. Not, It's not really a connection. But in 2007, I was an original figure skating musical that starred the real-life Oksana Bayul, who uh, that year at the Olympics won the oh, gold medal. What was so, this uh, figure skating musical? <laughs> <laughs> it was called Cold as Ice. And uh, it was uh, absolutely <laughs> terrible and I could talk about it for hours. <laughs> I just played a, a sassy uh, reporter. So I would just comment on this on the, on the ice routines. The whole stage was an ice rink, but I was always off to the side because I was a news reporter. So I never actually mm. had to skate. How to me? Just lucky. So you have relationship to the subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I get it. I, I understand what it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. How People was Oksana? As a person, she was great. She was very sweet. She was very, I mean, like she's a little nutty uh, as you might guess. But how about you, Mark? What is your uh, history with I, Tanya? 
I mean, I saw in the theaters, I saw there's a great 30 for 30. I'm not usually a sports documentary person, but there's one on the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan scandal called The Price of Gold. And that's where I first saw, that was mm -hmm. my first introduction to Lavana. Oh, yeah. She's just sitting in the interview with a bird on her shoulder, never explained, <laughs> but you're like, Absolutely. who is this woman? I need to know everything. Um, so then I saw the movie. The movie's fun. I don't know. I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the theaters, but I do think like uh, it's a romp. I mean, it is weird that it like, there's parts of it, like it's very dark, but it's played for laughs at the same time. Like it's weird that there's like really bad, like abuse happening, but it's kind of done with a wink and that tone is like odd, but it's still like a very fun, compelling movie. And how do you not root for Tanya the whole time? Well, that didn't it get like criticism bit, in that yeah. sense. I mean, it is interesting because it's she, yeah. Because like as you were saying earlier, David, like you want someone to be like sit her down and be like, here's how you have to behave. Like here's how you talk to the media. You can't tell judges to suck your dick. Um, you can, you know, to be like you have to sort of put on the nice face while you're around, even if you're yeah. back in your, you know, <laughs> I want to say dressing room, but not that the locker room. You're like throwing stuff around. You know what I mean? Like she just needed someone. You the whole time watching, you're just like, I just wish she had like a smart friend who like helped her out. It's so weird that like boxers don't have to do this. You know what I mean? Like other like athlete, like uh, football players don't need to like work on like being kinder and sweeter. But we expect that in well, our lady I, figure skaters. But I think some sports yeah, people do I mean, are interviewed. Like the but the, I think like, like when standard. you're at a certain level, like you are coached on like how to talk to reporters and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, she couldn't, you're not allowed to be rough around the edges in figure skating. True. Whereas in other things, you, that's a thing uh, they look at for, uh, Brian, the refrigerator Perry, heard of him? I have heard of him, yes. <laughs> well, David, right. as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever, and we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories, and at a certain point, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, the, to wheel. the wheel. Does it make sense? No, but it will by the time we get there. Okay. Okay. So this this is our don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. This is our current top five gayest movies ever with an 86.92% in fifth place, Death Becomes Her. In fourth place with 89.70, The Apple. In third with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Second place with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. In our current gayest movie ever with a 94.83% female trouble. Is that now just Oscar ones? No, these oh, are just all, all any, any kind of movies. Can I write in my number one guess movie ever? <laughs> what do you think that, what would you guess for that? I think Xanadu. Oh, no one's brought in sure. Xanadu yet, but that's a good, that's no a definitely good uh, candidate. So how do you think I, Tanya's gonna do right now if you had to guess now? <sighs> Is it gonna crack the top five and beat those? Are you, are you asking me? Yeah, or just like how well you think it'll do? I think it's gonna be up there. I do. Okay. <laughs> I think it's gonna be, I mean, figure skating, like backstabbing before there were housewives. We had Nancy and Tanya. True, <laughs> true. I mean, the reaction when it happened, like that, that, ow, my knee or whatever she said, exactly. <laughs> Why? Like hurt, Why? hurt around the world. <laughs> Right. Well, let's figure out. So the first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and a hundred. Then we take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, David, and how would you rate I, Tanya on a scale of zero to a hundred in actual gay characters? Is there anyone actually gay in this movie? 
I don't think there is. I was going to say, I'm trying to think. I mean, if they had opened up the story to include any male figure skaters, you know there would have been that. <laughs> any any like shot backstage, anything. Just like, yeah, I'm sure some I of the judges, think. definitely some of the fans, there's got to be a lot in there. But as far as like actual main characters, it's it's real low. People with names and faces. Right. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty low. Oh. Like you made me think I'm like, do, am I missing someone now? I don't think so. There's no one to miss. Does that mean we give it a one? It's up to you. It's zero to a hundred. So. An actual gay characters. Well, I mean, this pains me, but if there are none. Well, wait a minute. Let's talk about this. One weird part of this movie is Bobby Cannavale, who I'm never upset to see Bobby Cannavale, but he was just a talking head this entire movie. They shot him in two hours. Like you're expecting him to like show up into the story at some point, but he never no. does. But is his character, Martin Maddox, gay? I didn't think so. He seemed like aggro, hard copy. He didn't, didn't seem so. like he was very he stylish. Like... He's, he had a sort of metrosexuality about him, though. Well, it was the before 90s, the fact. John. Yeah, sure, yeah. that's true. I didn't think I didn't think he was gay. I didn't, I didn't think, think so he was gay. Let me tell you, in real life, Rose Byrne ain't so nice. <laughs> there you go. Really love her. Love her. She's. I think she's just shy. She's she's standoffish. For whatever that's worth. Okay. Where did that come from? Is she related <laughs> to Bobby Cannavale? <laughs> yeah, they're they're like married. Oh, really? Married? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea where that <laughs> no, was. Did I'm you not, just want to get I'm that not, off your chest? I'm not that much ADD. <laughs> no, like, they're like they're that. like married. No, they're they're like married. I see. <laughs> and everybody funny. loves her in Spy. And she's yeah. damages with Glenn Close. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. If you never watch that, man. No, but I'm watching The Good Fight, which I feel, you know, covers the same, same idea, probably. Same idea. When you're done with Good Fight, head over Go to, to Damages. damages. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, No, well, then I would say five. A five. Yeah. I, I don't want to give it lower because, like, there might be, you know, Listen to your heart. Story. Listen yeah. to your heart. I'm My gonna go. Five. Okay. Typically, in something like this, I'll go ten because you just figure like one out of ten they say are gay, and I feel because it's skating, I'm gonna go twenty. But it's still very twenty lame. based yeah. on nothing. This is um, the world that it's in. There's definitely got to be some gay people there in the kiss and cry area, around. We never There's find out be. about her coach. We never see anything about her off the ice. So who knows? Diane. Yeah, maybe Julian. She's Nicholson. married in real life. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna give this a three. There's just nothing. Giving it a 9.33, which is four points lower than the wedding singer. Okay. All mm. right, next category. I think you're gonna make up some points here though. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch I, Tanya and come away with a whole book of ideas? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone's got to have reenacted the clubbing. Yeah, it, yes. I think they did reenact the clubbing on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen one night. I swear, I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I no, and I, I think drag queens did. Like, I'm yeah, there was a show called uh, the Ice Queens. It was like a special thing that they did. It's 100%. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, skating and drag. And I, I mean, Denali, you know, this season oh, drag race. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> she's a big uh, skating queen. You could do Lavana, I think, is a great a yeah, bird on your 100%. shoulder. 100%. Yeah. Bird on your shoulder, definitely. Mm-hmm. A bowl cut. So you want my answer? Yeah. If you got one. <laughs> 90. 90. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, just, say all 90 the, as well. um, I just think a Tanya drag queen is like, that's got to be a thing somewhere. Just even like, just you get any like sort of like figure skating outfit and then like frizzy blonde hair. You're like, Tanya Harding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then a whining brunette in a holding her knee in white. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm happy. Just listen I'm, to my gut. I, I listen to my gut. I'm, I'm saying gut. 90. Yeah. yeah. I, we all gave it, it's got an average of 90, 90 which is 10 points lower than the Apple, but 70 points higher than the Wedding Singer. Okay. Not bad. All right, next category. I think this one is also going to do well for you. Gay icons. I would rate I, Tanya, and gay icons. Mm. Well, we got Tanya Harding, I would say is absolutely. Is she Cher? No, but she's not not Cher. <laughs> that is a, one of the truest statements you've ever said, Mark. <laughs> I think the sort of arc of Tanya is something that gay people root for. You know what I mean? There's something yes. similar to Britney Spears about her. Yeah. That's why I love her. Free Tanya? She's like, is that what you're saying, John? <laughs> yeah, free Tanya. Free and she's Tanya. Like, Release always... Tanya onto the ice, back onto the ice is what I'm saying. And the gays root for the underdog. She's like an underdog. Absolutely. But then also Nancy Kerrigan in the documentary, you find out she wears the dress she got clubbed in at like a competition a few, like a year later that she knew Tanya would be in as like a big, like, fuck you, I'm not intimidated. <laughs> so in that way, good on you, Nancy. Good for her, Nancy. Good for her. Having some sass. Also, just ice skaters in general. Ice skating, I think, is a gay icon. I'm not sure if I agree with you on that part exactly, but okay. You don't think gay people love ice skating? I don't say it's like iconically, like if you're gay, you're going to love ice skating. You just said if there's ice skating, there's going to be gay people there. <laughs> yes. But like the but costumes not all gay people and are everything. Going. Sure. No, but I'm not saying it's 100 just for ice skating. I'm sure. just saying <laughs> Allison Janney herself, I think, is a gay icon. Use of Laura Branigan's Gloria. There you go. Iconic. That, that pushes it up there. <laughs> We're taking it back from Trump. Yeah. When the Gloria's Gloria is a good one. Gloria. There's also Susie and the Banshees on the soundtrack. Mm, like Fleetwood that. Mac. Oksana Bayul, your precious Oksana. That's true. The gays love her. Did she's they love her well. on Cold as Ice? I mean, she was great. She was incredible. She didn't, she didn't have that much to do, but she was great. So, David, what would you give uh, I, Tonya and gay icons on a scale of zero to 100? Is this a Mamma Mia? No. <laughs> I would say 49. 49. I'm going to say, given all of those things, I think there's nothing like on, on its own is hugely iconic, but the totality of all the things we've listed will bring me to give it a 67. 67. Ooh, high score. We think Margot Robbie has potential to be a gay icon one day. I think so. I think this is probably her most, yeah. well, I'll get Harley Quinn, I guess. I Harley Quinn. This might be her most gay iconic role, but Harley Quinn is probably up there as well. But I mean, like a lot of the other things she's in, while well, she's great, but like gays are like Wolf of Wall Street, yes. I do love Wolf of Wall Street. I think it's great, but you're not going, yes. <laughs> but I don't do that for yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street was a great movie. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, stick to mine. Stick to 40. I'm gonna give it a 75, actually, giving it a 63.67, uh, which is seven points lower than the Ten Commandments, but about <laughs> nine points higher than the wedding singer. I gotta stop referencing the wedding singer. <laughs> All right, the next category, the male gaze. In this category, how horny is the camera for the male form? There's not a lot. We do get one brief shot of Jeff Galuli and Tidy Whitey's. But it's, you do. It's a the problem with the shot. Jeff Galulis, like you see uh, his butt, whether he's having sex with Tanya, but it's in the mm. midst of a sex and violence montage. Right. Where they're cutting back and forth between the honeymoon, you know, period yeah. cycle. So that's pretty, uh, it's tough. Yeah, you can't guiltlessly enjoy that shot. No. <laughs> Unless you're into the guilt. I don't know, maybe that's your thing. And I can't that's... think that there was anything else, I don't think. 
No, I mean, there's not a lot of eye candy overall in this movie. Well, this movie really does like to like, uh, it almost has like a, a freak show aspect of like this. You could also call this hillbilly elegy. You know what I mean? It's sure. like every year Hollywood likes to make a movie where like we're tackling, you know, lower class <laughs> living, but they can't do it without like, uh, like neck craning their neck, making it look like a spectacle still. This was it. Yeah. This was it. This was hillbilly. I did think he's greasy and gross, but the guy and stupid, but the guy who whacks Nancy and that. Uh, <laughs> like smashes the window with his forehead. I remember that. I'm not opposed. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> you love a goon. Huh. You really. I do. love a good goon. <laughs> you love a goon. I love a goon. So sue me. Yeah. So what do you want to give this for the male gaze? I mean, it's not a very sexy movie overall for anybody. No. Eleven. Eleven. I'll go fifteen. Actually, I'll go twenty-two for Bobby Cannavale. Really? I think he's sexy as fuck. With that gelled hair? I'm going to give this uh, 17 in the male gaze, giving it a 16.67, which is 53 points lower than the man from Uncle. All right, next category. Entrances with pizzazz. Are there any entrances with pizzazz? I do think Lavana on the first ice rink when she brings a very young Tanya to the ice rink to meet Diane, to like... Oh, and promises to smoke quietly. <laughs> yeah, there's like, she has a good entrance there. And also Jeff entering the ice rink to scream to Tanya, fuck you, Tanya. That's pretty pizzazzy. <laughs> but like, dark. what else? It's not the most pizzazzy movie because they're so, trying so hard to be like grounded and you know. But it's right. something. Which it's is surprising because they could have, they, they very easily could have like had like the pizzazz of like the entrance of a routine. Like her running on stage when she's like late with the the shoelace. Mm. There's, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if I would call it pizzazz. So Those much are drama. a couple though. Yeah, thirty three. Thirty three. That is honestly what I was thinking as well. I will also really? thirty three. Yeah. Wow. So in sync. Uh, wow. I'll give it a thirty. Giving it a thirty two. Oh, okay. Contrarian right. over here. <laughs> I, I'm just listening to. Just my go gut. with your gut. Don't uh, don't 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 question it. Thank you. Right. Well, I learned that from you. So just now. Wow. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. You well, really took I, the lesson when and I, you absorbed it and you're you. Yeah. Like I second guessed my it. initial five and you said, just go with it. Just go with it. it. Yeah. None of this matters. We're just having right. Fun. Exactly. So. All right. Our next category. Hell on heels. What kind of ladies are they not going to take any guff and like push you when you're blocking their way? I'm sure they do more than that. <laughs> Well, Lavana I mean, and Tanya, Diane during the training. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, there's not a, there's not really a wallflower female in this entire movie. I did find an interesting piece of trivia about Diane, which happened to her after this whole story. Okay. She mm -hmm. won the classic wine auctions. That's a company humanitarian award, which is given to individuals who have demonstrated significant achievements in building the Oregon wine industry. Huh. So that's what Diane's oh. been up to, even wow. doing charity work in that's, regards to Oregon wine. That's she something. Was, she got Tanya Harding on her resume and then said, and I'm pivoting to wine now. Thank May you. May we all have a second act. That's exactly. All you can <laughs> hmm. But hell on heels. I think there's a lot of like ladies who aren't, I mean, the, the entire movie essentially. Yeah. So it means just like what? Like just, I'm going to cause hell. Yeah, I'm smoking yeah. a cigarette, I'm putting it, flicking it in your face, you know. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna take it from you. Intimidated people would probably call them a bitch, but we love them. 
the category was previously called strident women. So, you know. 94. 94. Yes. I'm going the full hundred on this one. Wow. Like wow. You can't get anyone like harsh. I rewatching it this time. I forgot the scene where Allison Janney is trying to record her daughter oh admitting God. that she had something to do with. And I was like, that's right. You bitch. Like what a horrible human being that woman is. Lavana. That scene is true <laughs> yeah. that she is irrede- unredeemable in my mind. <laughs> Insane. So yeah, for me, this has got to be a hundred. I can't imagine any, anyone being worse. Cause like, that's a mother to her daughter. Okay. How about you, Mark? Um, you can, I'll give it a hundred too, as well. Wow. A hundred. Giving it a 98, okay. which is the highest we've had in uh, a long time. All right, next category, macabre. How macabre is I, Tanya? Well, plain child abuse for laughs. I thought it was pretty yeah, macabre. a lot of domestic abuse. The whole concept of what happened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pulling a gun I on mean... your wife and yourself, death threats. I think just like having a bird that you'd never call out or like explain or justify, that's pretty macabre. So little- pirates are macabre, John, is this yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. I think little Tanya peeing on the ice is macabre. I also Definitely. think there's something macabre about couples that smash cake in each other's face at the wedding reception. It just always it's turns me bad off. Bad luck, yeah. Is that, is that what they say? It is bad luck, yeah. You're not supposed oh. to do that. Wow. A bad omen. <laughs> and also the Olympics themselves are pretty macabre. They displace so? they displace they entire communities. They bring about like total wreckage to like they displace oh, right. like Whatever the homeless and stuff. Yeah. That's true. Jesus, John. Read a book. <laughs> These are all good points. <laughs> These are all good points. But you don't actually leave Itanya thinking like, oh, that was so heavy. It's you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that was a blast. It was like read watching like two hours of hard copy and eating, you know, uh, Cracker Jacks at the same time. Exactly. 89. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay. Is that what your gut is telling you? 89. <laughs> 89. I'm going to go 82. 82. Uh, I'll go 83. That's just what came into my head. Given an 84.67, it's point. It's not bad. Which not is point thirty four, point three fourths of a point higher than the Ten Commandments, and that has actual dead children in it. Yeah. So not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad, right? Well done, Lavana. <laughs> you know, if she had to get those uh, free the slaves, it'd be done in two seconds. Oh yeah. Pharaoh, you'll run her. <laughs> it's just it's like a dark subject matter, you know? Right. This I Tanya. It's too much. Yeah. All right. Our next category: dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting? It's not super dramatic, I wouldn't say. No, especially considering there was like performance. Anytime there's like performance within a movie, there's such an opportunity to go heightened with the lighting, like with all the skating stuff. But I guess in figure skating, they tend not to do that either usually. Like they'll sometimes have like a spotlight as someone is coming onto the rink, but in general, they keep the whole rink rink lit for the routine. Have you ever been to like an ice, you got either of you been to like an ice skating competition or? Um. Like the ice capades. Yeah, like that stuff. Mm. Not like a competition. Well, I mean, I don't want to bring it up again, but I wasn't cold as ice, the musical. Oh, wait, the <laughs> cold as ice, the musical? The very one. Mm-hmm. In its premiere, and I think thus far only performance. Um, yes. <laughs> so it's underground. <laughs> yes, an underground ice skating rink. There are, is those flashes during her like fame triple axle when it goes into slow motion. 
and like the flash bulbs are going off. True. And then there's like when they're pulled over in the cop car side, you know, some of that. Yeah. It's nothing terribly mind blowing. Yeah. 21. <laughs> 21. Yes. <laughs> I like how your answers feel like you're on a Ouija board where you're like 21. <laughs> that one, that one came at the last minute. I'm going to be honest. Hey, barely that, one could, that one could have gone many ways. Right. I'm going to go 26. 26. Uh, yeah, I'll go 24. Who cares? Giving it a 23.67. Three points lower than waiting for Guffman. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next category, the Brato. So in this category, in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean anytime they take a moment and give you extra, they sort of zhuzh it up. It doesn't, the moment doesn't need it, but they give it to you and you like it. I would say like all the direct address to the camera has a real sort of vibrato yeah. feel to it. The documentary, it's all like real actors. You can tell like the actors like love that. Oh, I just got to play the character and like be in the moment and have a yeah. cigarette. What a treat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or it means we don't have to do this clunky exposition scene because I can just talk to the audience and say, here's what you need to know. Yeah. I think that opening crawl that says it's based on true and contradictory interviews is pretty vibrato. That's pretty extra. That's pretty extra. The bird. True, true, true. The bird. That bird. The opening. Okay, okay. I thought it was really funny when they did that in the training montage where it's just Tanya in the woods with her coach and the coach kept turning to the camera and go, she really did that. Where it's like, well, it's not that crazy what she's doing. <laughs> Like, right. yeah, oh. she carried a huge bag of uh, dog Purina dog chow. Yeah. Flipping a log that. in the woods, John, you do that all the time. I'm well, I'm not trained to be in the Olympics, but I wouldn't be surprised mm. if someone did that. Well, not with that attitude. Well, <laughs> fair point. Those are good points. Those are good points. I did think playing just one more. Sorry. Playing yeah, devil no, woman. They play devil woman over Tanya getting good. <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> a lot of like music drops were like super on the nose in this movie and i think the way like the credits in the beginning you know like just the the statement yeah 39 39 i think also even again i'm going back to the Cannavale well like just having him there and his sort of like coked up character felt very vibrato i'm gonna go 42 did you ever watch hard copy either of you or current affair i feel like i remember that like that 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 teaser like the tag for current affair more than actually see current it. affair had that like pyramid yeah i feel like i must have watched that at some point or had it on and somewhere <laughs> it seeped into our it's somewhere oh, yeah like i'm point. i'm picturing the camera so like yeah i'm gonna mm. give it a 37 in vibrato giving it a 39.33 all right i think you're gonna make a lot of all points right. here footwork how would you rate the footwork in this movie I mean, it's pretty, uh, it's mostly skating. (laughs) It's mostly footwork. This movie's mostly footwork, a triple axle. Yeah. And a big plot point is like hurting someone's knee, which isn't a foot. I understand there are two different body parts, but still. Can't have one without the other. That's. But the skating, I mean, you know, that's the real deal. Yeah. Without skating, this movie is gypsy. That's what gypsy needed, I feel. It's more ice (laughs) skating. Yeah, more figure skating. I am going to give it a 99. 99. This, the movie is to me is all about the footwork. That's the whole basis of the movie. Yeah, I'm going 100. Wow. I just don't believe in a perfect score for anything. That's and true. Nothing? Perfection is an illusion. You're right. That's yeah, true. What about a just, newborn I'm, baby? No. Uh, right. De- they all look like Ed not. Asner. No, that's definitely not. not. What about 100. Ed Asner? Uh, <laughs> he looks like a big probably. baby. No, absolutely yeah, not. No. 
Those are passes. Certain episodes of the Golden Girls? <laughs> no. They, they could, <laughs> be, close. could, be, they could be close. They could be close. Could be close. Yeah, not, not 100. Um, a rainbow? <laughs> no, because it goes away too fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about you? You didn't give it a rating. I'm going to give it a 97. I could have used more ice skating, actually. Because the way it's shot, you could tell they're just doing like mapping her face onto Like there's so many shots where you could tell like, that's not Margot Robbie. That's like someone wearing a CGI mask. And I feel yeah. like... I don't know. I wanted to see more. In some ways, I wanted to see more ice skating. I get that. I could have taken more ice skating. You can always take more ice skating. Yeah. The Snyder Cut, four hours long. Four Not hours. One instant routine. of ice skating. <laughs> Real Cyborg, one of his little things could have been ice skating. Right? All right. Our next category. Spank bank deposits. Are there any images from Itania that you'll file away to your spank bank? It's pretty rough. <laughs> Someone robbed a, a spank lot. bank. I mean, Sebastian Stan is cute, but his character is so repellent. That and like, tough. yeah, and just having Bobby Carnavale, I mean, that's one thing, but there's no right. good It's not him at his best. Yeah, right? you don't yeah. Think? He does a very good job, but it's not like, if, if no one had seen Bobby Carnavale before, I would be like, watch I, Tanya. That's what you've yeah, got to say. this is not the best. <laughs> So the, the on-ramp. You would say Ant-Man and the Wasp. Exactly. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give this one, I have to say, a three. A three. A three. <laughs> yes. Someone's raided the Spank Bank coffers. Three. I'll, I'll give it a 14. I mean, the way you're going Ooh. on and on about Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'll give it 11. Uh, giving it a 9.33, which is five points lower than The Wedding Singer. No, Waiting for Guffman, I'm sorry. All right, finally, this is the last of the canon categories. Don't worry, we have about 20 more to come. <laughs> but on, David, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend I, Tanya to a gay person? 92. Not as good as a rainbow, but no. it's up there. 92, yeah. A 92. You think gay yeah. people should see this movie, it sounds like. Yeah. I think so. I do. I think this is, yeah. What gay person wouldn't like Tanya Harding? <laughs> right? Like the, the more I talk, I'm going to talk myself into a higher score, <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of gays that may not like ice skating and there's, you know, it's still like, you know, about women's they might, but 92, 92. I'm going to stick there's with something that. for everybody. It's a solid one. Yeah. We love a scandal. As yeah. your podcast can attest to. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I love a scandal. I'd be out of business in the podcast if I didn't have a scandal. You know how they're doing the um, the like the Avengers of the Real Housewives where they're putting them all in a house together? Yes. What is the point of that? What are they going to be fighting about? I think they need to be doing like a talent show towards the end. There has to be like a project they're working on or something. Or what well, are they going to do? Maybe they'll be Alcohol? something. Like we don't know for sure if there's not going to be something. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like I don't know if it's just going to be a house. There might be some other premise to this, but they're mixing seasons. So I think that's where they feel, you know, like you don't go there with Teresa, but you don't go there with Kenya Moore either or, or Ramona. So what if those three get into something? I don't know who's going to come out alive for that. That's, <laughs> I don't know. That's the interesting part, I think. There's no way that saying? the producers have said, we'll just put them in a house and see what happens. They have <laughs> definitely got plans and yes. and things. Something's up. Do you all have a paper route? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they might have to work together or there may be a competition. It's like a chore wheel they each have to spin. I'm telling you, I think there's going to be something with money. Like you could leave with uh, money. Oh, yeah. Money. And I don't even, it can't even be for charity because these people don't care about charity. No. It's no. like Ramona will be like, I'm what? Like, I'm just going to sleep in. I'm if a charity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's for yourself and they can leave with like 500 grand, I think game on. Wow. Then game on. Now I'm just making, show. I'm just making this up, but that's, that's a show. That's well, a show what there. I think with that, it's also interesting because some of them will take the power move of like, I have money. I don't need to do this for money. Like some of them will, will take Yes, that. they will. Some but will none of, most of them do not have money. No. So they, they need the money. Yeah. Sure. But they I see them money. in these lovely homes. Oh yes. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Uh, John, how likely are you to recommend I, Tonya, to a gay person? I'll say 86. I think it's 86. really fun, but it's not like a, oh my God, run out and see it. But it is really fun and satisfying. I mean, and there's you got Allison Janney doing what Allison Janney does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give it a 82. Giving it a 86.67. All right, now we are into the wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have bought in. I, we put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone, and we're going like to randomly it. spin it four times. Whatever category comes up, that's how we're going to judge it. And after those four, you will come up with a category, which will be added to the wheel, which remember we mentioned that earlier? Well, that's yeah. where it pays off. See, Here it pays go. off. That's, I'm glad I paid attention. <laughs> Do you own a piece of like your favorite, like Real Housewives branded, like, like a skinny, you know what I mean? Like, is there anything you've bought? Like a skincare thing? I have thing? so much crap. I mean, I get crap. sent a lot of crap too. Oh, but oh I've got so much stuff. I don't even know where to begin. Too much. I mean, do you want the Ramona Pino Grigio? Do you want the skinny yes. girl shit? Eh. What I don't have, did you watch Salt Lake? I'm like halfway through. Well, I had Meredith and Brooks on my show together. Really? And I called them out during the show and I'm like, where the fuck is my, excuse my language. I have a horrible <laughs> mouth. I'm like, where the fuck is my Brooks Marks tracksuit? I understand you had to send one to Andy Cohn before me, but I also have seen on Instagram, you sent it to like 13,000 other people. Thank Where's you. mine? I mean, I'll pay for it. Just get me one. Oh no, of course you're not going to pay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I know if you send me something, I'll promote it all day. Still not here. So wow. I'm calling okay. now. And right. isn't it just You're like a black on. sweatshirt with like side piping? Yes, but like the way it matches and just, just oh, it matches one. black and black. Well, no, it's like black, but then like the bottom matches the top. And yes, it has side piping, which says Brooks Marks. There you go. Cute. Listen, all I'm saying is if I was Brooks and I went on someone's podcast, that's one of like the leading Bravo podcasts, and they made a joke about not having one. I would send it the next day because yeah. I'm obviously going to, I said, I'll talk about it on air. I'll put it on my Instagram, like something. Course, we, have, we have, we have, we have a real audience here, people. Like, this isn't like a joke. <laughs> I don't just like make up that I have these. I don't know. Mm. Never got it. Wow. But well, I have lots of other stuff. I'm never going to buy a Brooks Marks tracksuit. <laughs> but if you send us one, we on will that. take pictures and post them. On right? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, don't worry. It would be All funny right. taking a picture of you like donating it to Goodwill and that's your promotion. No, like I, I would really wear it if they sent it to me, you know? Right? All right. Well, our first category is lovers turned friends. Lovers turned friends. Are there any lovers turned friends in this movie? 
I mean, there's Tanya and Jeff, but they're not really friends. No, no I would say they're the opposite of friends. Like, friends. I don't hmm. think it happens. I don't think it happens. No. It's like either it's, these people are all love or hate. There's not a lot right. in between. Two. Two? <laughs> there's no examples. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I'll go three. Three. I'm going to go zero. There's nothing. Nothing. Okay. Giving it a 1.67. Wow. That really brought down the rating. That's devastating. That's devastating. Okay, here we go. Non-traditional murder weapon. Non-traditional murder weapon. I mean, there's the thing. I mean, it's not a murder weapon, but the the, the sort of club that they use to, to take out. But that is exactly what you would use to club somebody. It's not like that they took true. a lamp and clubbed her. That's true. Like they used it for its purpose. She does murder on the ice <laughs> via ice skating. Yeah. I don't know if that's anything. Triple axel is a non-traditional. A triple non-traditional. <laughs> no one had ever done it. So true. does it have to be a murder? Uh, we could say that Allison Janney was trying to murder her daughter's reputation with that recording. <laughs> sure. Stretching. We're stretching here, definitely. We're stretching a lot, which you got to do when you're ice skating. 13. 13. Yeah, that sounds right. I'll go 13 as well. You know, I'm also going to go 13. Wow. We need an average of 13. Okay, here we go. Have you gone to any of uh, Countess Luann's uh, cabaret shows? 900,000. <laughs> Times seriously, wow. I've I've gone. I'm not I'm not exaggerating with these answers. I've gone like a thousand times. Wow, has she? Would have you, you really watched her development as an artist? Has she really grown? She's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a ringing endorsement. <laughs> you know, I bet it's fun. You're having drinks with your friends. Who cares? I right, exactly. It's a fun night out, and if you go once you will probably have an amazing night out. I see. Okay. And you'll, you'll enjoy it and you'll enjoy seeing her and it will be kitschy and you'll get your picture. It'll be fine. I don't know if you need to go 9,000 times like I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're dedicated. All right. Well, I think you got lucky with this one. Screaming to the heavens. Screaming to the heavens. Why? There is that there is like go. the screaming to the heavens. The, the iconic moment. And then also when she's a little kid, I think she's like screams in the woods, like when her dad leaves, right? Or that's openly weeping. Yeah. But yeah, why, why, why? It's like, what more is there? That, that's like the iconic. It's so funny with that whole clip too. Cause like, you're like, oh no, that's terrible. But the more she goes on, you're like, all right, relax. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're kind of, you kind of lose sympathy. You're okay. <laughs> but that is screaming to the heavens. 99. Cause that's 99. an iconic scream to the heavens. It is. Yep. I'm going 96. If you were to make a list of like top 10 screams of the 20th century, you got to yeah. include Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Yeah. VH1 had a show, Top Screams of 1994. And this was, <laughs> it was number one. Definitely. Scream three didn't make it. Rude. No. Um, yeah. I'll give this a 95. Give it an average of 97. Okay. Last category, and then it's your turn to come up with a category. Okay. Okay, okay. I think we got lucky on this one again. Aggressive haircuts. Aggressive haircuts. <laughs> I mean, Allison Janney and Margot Robbie. I mean, come on. Yeah, those are very aggressive. They're taking no prisoners. 
But they're two of the main people. Bobby Cannavale has an Bobby aggressive Cannavale, hair. Yes, Cannavale. Mm-hmm. I always think you're saying Carnival, that HBO series. <laughs> what do you say? No, he was on vinyl. I um, see. I thought I thought this whole movie, every time Allison Janney, I thought she looked like Jim Parsons in this movie a lot. Oh, really? Did you think that? I don't know. No. I thought no. that, I just couldn't stop thinking that. <laughs> like if Jim Parsons had to do drag, he should do Allison Janney in I, Tanya. It would be so easy. I did, I did not think that. No, I did not think I'll that. Watch it again. Well, John had that, you know, cold big, as ice training. That's true, that he's yeah. Big he Bang Theory. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Bear Collins, though, they're, they're the main two characters. 88. <laughs> 88. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go 91 because I think Margot Robbie especially okay. has a bunch of different ones. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a 90. There's also something aggressive about Diane's, like, perfect, like, mall quaff. That's yes. like aggressively neat or something. It was very like lemon tree. I could see that. Yeah. It's like aggressive, low key aggressive. Like I'm not trying to be aggressive, but I'm aggressive. Mm-hmm. But I'm no nonsense. I'm no nonsense. Mm-hmm. I'll have you flipping logs in the woods. <laughs> All right, David, the time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge I, Tonya, and then every other movie when it gets added to the wheel. How about fashion? So bad, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> You like that one? So bad, it's so good. Like Showgirls, so bad, it's good. Mm, what's bad Xanadu? About anything in Showgirls. <laughs> so bad, it's good. So it has to just be bad to be good. This definitely had like a thrift store aesthetic that really worked, I thought. Yeah. You could almost smell the thrift store. Yeah. <laughs> so many windbreakers. Yeah. Yeah. It's Pre- like, and I would give it. 98. 98. So close. Yeah, I will go. Yeah. I'll flip it. I'll go 89. 89. Um, it is all pretty bad. Also, like Lavana's fur coat is so bad, but now yeah. it's like iconic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll give it a 94. Give it an average of 93.67 in fashion. So bad is good. All right. Now we are into the bonus categories. So these categories, we're going to rate from zero to 10, and they're just bonus. So if it doesn't score well in any one of these categories, it's fine. It's not going to negatively impact the score. So this is all just bonus categories. All right. The first one, on a scale of zero to 10, how would you rate Itanya in musical potential? Now, I should say, I was in a musical based that's true. You were the life of Tanya Harding. <laughs> I was one also a commentator, there similar you to you, John. Yes. I didn't have to dance. I didn't have to sing. I just got to <laughs> be up there and call Tanya Harding a living potato. Is what I go. remember from doing that. <laughs> um, so there was musical. a musical based on it that did very well. Mm, at the true. Yes. Former true, guest true. Amy Height played Lavana, and that's true. Our friend Jesse Garza Tony Rodriguez played Jeff Galuli. Tony Rodriguez. So it's happened. It's got all the, it's got the epic scope, <laughs> the tragedy, the, scope. the classism. Okay. I have only- an answer. Yeah, oh, yes. Well, I mean, I don't want to cut you off, but no, no, I'm no, going no. to my <laughs> nine. A nine. Yeah, I will give it a nine as well because I, it felt very, it's, as I said earlier, it's very gypsy on ice. I think the only thing dinging it is that it is hard. As someone who has done a musical where the stage was turned into an ice rink. Well, this is the first I've heard of this, John. (laughs) It's a very difficult thing to do. So, but it, I mean, it's all there. The emotions are there. The characters are there. Uh, It's a nine. They could do Starlight Express, but they can't figure out ice skating on stage. 
It's tough. The skaters in the show that I did, even though it was a very large stage, they said they felt like they were skating in their kitchen, like based on like the amount huh. of space they're used to having. It's even a and they had Xanadu on Broadway, yeah, but I mean that true. was that was you could do that with roller skates, yeah. Well, you could also do it's also musical potential. It's not necessarily Broadway. Like you could, there's no reason you can't do this in a musical in an ice rink. True. Bring the musical That's to true. the ice rink. That's true. You could do true. That. Get Cameron McIntosh on the phone. Well, like we never said, <laughs> we never said Broadway, did we? Right. Sure. The only th- I went and saw Ice Capades when I was like five, and the only thing I remember—I feel is like, like I've seen it so many times. I don't couldn't <laughs> tell you what the story was. The only thing I remember is like there's one woman with like big boobs, and then at one point a balloon comes out of it, floats up to the rafters, and then she says, "Oops, I lost my boobie," and I've had that in my head for thirty years. That's a very specific memory <laughs> it is i don't know why i'm giving this a 10 in musical potential oh giving it gosh. a 9.33 that's a high score that's, that's very high. Very the high. highest you can get in this well 10 would be the highest you can get in that all right that's next awesome. category queer menace <laughs> are there any queer menaces in this i think unfortunately not really no I don't what about so. the judges being very like we need you to be we need you to represent something we need like the that that sort of nastiness they come off about as that. queer to me though there's something that feels very pageanty which has always has like a queer energy to me they felt more christian to me like they didn't feel like any queerness at all they felt if anything no stick to the rules stick to how it's done like it's the opposite of the subversion of there's nothing subversive about them if anything tanya is the more queer one you know, in reality, mm-hmm. she wanted to, she skated to the theme from Jurassic Park. Right. But they wouldn't want her to do that because it's an awesome theme. It's, uh, this is a tough one for I, Tanya. Yeah. But luckily it's a bonus. So if it doesn't, if it gets a zero, it doesn't, it doesn't negatively impact the score. I say one. A one. I'll give it a one because I, I think be part honest, of their, you know? part of the judges being nasty was like, your, your costumes aren't fabulous enough. So for that, I'm going one. Sure. <laughs> it's like bitchy menace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll also give it a one. Giving it a one, which is one point higher than the wedding singer. Nothing queer about that. <laughs> All right, next category. Character actress makes a big swing. I mean, well, there's some Jamie. Also, is there, there is, a big there swing is. though? Again, I've got to say. Well, there's a swing for real. There's Absolutely. a literal swing. There's, yeah. There's a literal yeah. swing, that character act. But I just feel like this is exactly what you would expect Allison Janney did. You know what I mean? It's not like outside for real house at all. But it's still like her, but she's good at making big swings. So I think she makes she one. And so I think. I, I think it's weird that you keep harping on this and wanted to penalize people for being like, but they're always good. So should we? But I'm just saying this that? like type of character is exactly like her wheel. I mean, it's not like her. It's totally within her comfort zone. Like this part was written for her. So for I'm just saying her. like, I'm not I saying she's true. bad in it. She's amazing. No. In it, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying this is for a big swing. I think like that's doing something extra, going outside of your comfort zone. Something, something that surprised you, you want to be surprised. Yeah. I want to be, this is not so the, that's surpri- how you the most surprised. That's okay. how I think about it. I'm gotcha. not right or wrong. This is just how, <laughs> I just had, need to have somewhere to go with this character. Like, you know, it wasn't a character actress, but like, you know, like a Charlize and Monster, that feels like a bigger, whoa, you know. Well, okay. Now I think though this like was that, also big for Margot Robbie though. Yeah. I think this was a new- Is she a of... character actress? Or leading a... lady? 
I don't know. Is would you consider Tanya Harding a character actress or a leading lady? I would lady? consider Margot Robbie a leading lady. I don't consider her a character actress. So you're penalizing her. She's the leads her. in everything. Not penalizing. It's the fact. <laughs> it wasn't like Monster, so that's true. Which you could also huh. call Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> true. <laughs> I would say five. A five. Yeah, because I'm, I'm conflicted on this one. I'm going to go six. Six. I'm also going to go five. Giving it, oops, giving it a 5.33. Pretty good. All right, next category. Witches. How witchy is I, Tanya? Well, any woman who has a bird on her shoulder. Yeah, it's pretty, a lot yeah. of maleficent energy going on. Like there. her familiar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what secrets does it know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's spy. There should be more Halloween themed ice skating. <laughs> I'd watch it more. <laughs> Seems like a natural fit. But the bird, the bird, I would say seven. Seven. <laughs> I'm going to go three. Oh, wow. Wow. Not moved <laughs> by the bird. I am by the bird, but it's like it. It's like that's kind of where it starts and ends. Bird not doing it for you, John. <laughs> the character, Lavana is definitely a form of a witch in some way. <laughs> yeah. Just the fact she's wearing she's a fur pelt. Things. You know, sure. it feels like I wouldn't be surprised if she lived in a tree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's where I was going with that. Right. I'll give it a six, giving it a 5.33. 5 All 5 right. 5.33. Okay. This next category might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. Well, there's no gay roles there's in no this. There's no gay roles that we could figure out. And as far as we know, none of these actors are gay. It's not gonna score very well. No. <laughs> no, sadly. I'm ready, I'm ready with my answer. I'm Go gonna give it, it a one. I'm gonna give it a one. I'm not, I, I don't do zeros and I don't do <laughs> no, or tens. I, you are the one. a moderate. It sounds yeah, like I just <laughs> give it the one point and let's just be done with it. You know, put a pin in it, move on with yeah. our lives. Yeah. Uh, I am fortunately going to go zero for this one. Zero. Uh, I knew it. I knew uh, it. John. Jesus, John, it. we have a oh, guest. It's a bonus. It's just a bonus. It's fine. Uh, I'm also going to give it a zero. I'm giving it a <laughs> 0.33. All right, but here's I think you're going to make up a lot of bonus points here. Tell us. Themes of mothers. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> this is up there with Mommy Dearest, practically. Very much so, yeah. A true nightmare of a mother. I have, I was just going to say, I, I, I'm going to go back on what I just, like 10. I <laughs> yeah, a, a 10. 10. So perfection yes, exactly. can be achieved. I mean, it's the whole movie. It's, it's the whole bonus. basis yeah. of this existence of this movie. Yeah, I'm going to go 10 as well. I think it's just, just the fact I, that like Lavana goes on her that one shocks first me. date. Yeah. I'm going to be honest that that one shocked me. The fact that I gave it a 10. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm glad that you're open to it, though. That's true. You got me at that one. You we got, got me. Uh-huh. You think that you know one... yourself and then a category yeah. comes up and you're like, wait a minute. Everything's different. I'm well, like, we always huh. hope our guests leave forever changed on a fundamental level. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, I know we, 10, how it's the whole movie is about mothers and daughters. And I, Tanya, more like I, Mama. There you they could have called it that. There you go. They could have changed the name. They could have. Mm. Where's her side of the story? That's what I want to see. <laughs> Well, these rotten kids. Go. All right. You never Next. know. You never know. She better be writing a book or a one woman <laughs> show. Lavana, I will buy, watch either. Maybe she can guess on Lava, Lavana. Uh, uh, Luann's cabaret show. All right. Our next category Pearl clutching. 
Oh, scandalized okay. were people. I think people were scandalized by the skate. The skating community was scandalized in regards to Tanya. Definitely. Her like flipping them off, telling them to suck my dick. Like there was definitely some pearl clutching <laughs> like going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, she caused some headway, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Also just the whole like reaction to the assault. Had some pearl yeah. clutching. What do you yeah. mean to say? Like the America reacting to like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is terrible. Oh, right. We club Nancy Kerrigan, the woman who sells Campbell's soup. <laughs> is nothing sacred? So is that so pearl clutching is it's like if it's something I think like someone whenever someone's like scandalized, like, you know, Oh my like, goodness. Yeah. Clutching your pearl necklace. Okay. Um nine. A nine. I'm gonna go five. Five. Oh, wow. Wow, John. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Giving it a <laughs> six okay. point oh, okay. six wow. seven. You really put me in my place, Mark. Okay. Huh. <laughs> All right. Our next category. Quips. How quippy is I, Tanya? Lick my ass, mm-hmm. Diane. She could do a fucking triple. If that's not a quip, <laughs> I don't know what is. There's also, you skated like a graceless bull dyke. That was another fun I one. I wrote that one down too. Pretty much everything Lavana <laughs> says is a sassy company. Yeah. Um, and then suck my dick to the judging panel. It's not the most inventive <laughs> quip, but you know. Oscar eight. Wilde's not jealous about that one. An eight. Yeah, I gotta do an eight. I'm gonna go five. Five. Um, I'll go six, just because uh, they're pretty good. Giving it a 6.33, which is the highest we've had in the last uh, six movies. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Beating uh, Waiting for Guffman, six. All right, finally. It's also a great movie. Also very good. We are into the iconic categories. So now we're back to scoring things zero to 100, and these are just broader, more umbrella categories. Zero to 100, okay. All right, so this first one, how would you rate I, Tanya on a scale of zero to 100 in homoeroticism? Is there anything, is there anything homoerotic <laughs> in this movie? Maybe Jeff and his like buddy, the dumb oaf? But not really. No, They're not just really. like two. A two. <laughs> yeah, I'll go two as well. Why not? You just gotta <laughs> scream it out when it comes to you. You just gotta you gotta yeah. get it out. You gotta no room get for it debate. Out. No time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's really I'll yeah. Three. I'll give it a three. Giving it a two point three three, which is now the lowest we've had in uh lower even than the wedding singer. Nice. All right. But this next category, you might do very well here. Over the top wardrobe. It's pretty, I mean, I think it's kind of on the money. Like it doesn't, like even the skating stuff feels appropriate for skating costumes. Yeah, there's nothing crazy over, it's all like appropriate. It feels like, yeah, yeah, that is what they would probably be wearing. So I don't know if like they're really like taking it and like elevating it, but it is, you could get some, we did like rate it pretty high in Drag Queen Inspiration. But I feel that was more for like the energy of it than for the look of it. You know what did, I mean? Did, wait, I, I feel like inspiration is coming. coming. It's coming. 30, 32. <laughs> 32. Yeah. I will go 27. 27. Um, uh, I'll go 29. Giving it a 29.33. Finally, the last in the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is I, Tanya? 98. <laughs> camp, what would you give Xanadu in camp factor? <laughs> 99.9. Oh, <laughs> not quite there. I think like the, the concept of Tanya is campy to me. 
just her being is you know. yeah aren't we glad though she settled down just and like me. found a nice guy to be married to and like she's got a kid yeah. and she seems to be doing well now yeah yeah i wish her well i'm gonna st- i mean that's just yeah i have to give it that high that Fair she enough. just her name alone invokes camp i mean a scandal within More the world so than a lot skating. of others yeah yes. yeah that's why I, I was excited to talk about this movie. It's she's she's camp to me. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it is very campy. It, but I think the movie itself like doesn't go to mommy dearest levels. No, so I I'll give it, it an eighty-eight. <laughs> okay. Eighty-eight. Um, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh, Tanya being forced to wear her skate costume to school is like a more abusive coat of many colors. Using an ice skate to put out a cigarette. Ice skating is easy top, which more people should do. Casually throwing a knife at your daughter. Confronting an ice skating judging panel. Paying someone to heckle your daughter at her ice skating competition. Shooting beers with Nancy Kerrigan. Eating chips in the back of a car with your shirt off. This movie never met an on-the-nose needle drop it didn't like. Lavana complaining that her storyline is disappearing. Training montages, dumb sidekicks. Breaking a glass door with your head while holding a baton. Media frenzies. Skating exhibitions at the mall. Putting a velvet rope on your front lawn for the paparazzi to stand behind. Nancy Kerrigan not appreciating her silver medal. And finally, eating a microwave dinner while David Letterman makes a mockery of your life. So there I'll you give go. this uh, 75. <laughs> giving it an average of... After all of that. Okay. After all of that. Uh, it's half the length of the Ten Commandments one. It's also the movie's <laughs> half the length. Given it an 87. All right, finally, this is the last two categories. We're into the crown jewels. So these categories we don't rate. We all either agree it gets the bonus or it doesn't. So there's no scoring. Um, okay. Right, first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does I, Tanya have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? Does I, Tanya have no. a portrayal of homosexuality? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't think we can give it the bonus. We can't. I don't think so either. Uh, do I, better, I Craig hate to Gillespie. Say that, but yeah. You got to be honest. <laughs> you got to be honest. People would know. Yeah. People would be, we'd get it. Flames really doesn't they count. Say. Yes. Bravo fans, they got to be the most grounded and rational people that you do. Oh, <laughs> You should see the comments on Instagram. <laughs> They're just, I, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> Happy, well-balanced, have their priorities yes, straight. Something right. has gone wrong in the development. Speaking of this going wrong in the development. Nasty people. Go on. Negative, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, that's it, David. We're done. David, We've we have everything. So, how are you feeling now about where it's going to land? It's ranking. I don't know. We had some high, high scores, but lots of low ones, man. It's tough. We Somebody had lot. We had a lot of low. Yeah, we had a lot of low stuff, man. I don't well, think this is going to make it too high. You don't think it's going to crack the top ten? No. <laughs> but we well, had a lot of nineties and stuff. We did. Well, I'll tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,472.45 points, I, Tanya, has scored 1,538.11, giving it a percentage of 62.21, making it the 40, 40th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as 9 to 5, but gayer than Adam's Family Values. 
Nine okay. to five. That was a good one. <laughs> That's slightly gayer than uh, gayer nine than to five is point I'm sticking 42. by Xanadu as the. I'm sticking by Xanadu as the gayest movie. I mean, right. like if you're not, you back to talk yeah. if you're not going to include porn in this, we do the I, first twenty are all. Porn. And I mean, I guess like you could include like Call Me by Your Name and all that stuff. But, but like porn, does porn camp? Does porn have over the top? Visually, is it a uh, right. interesting to look? No, you know what I mean? Not like gonna rate too high. No, Xanadu. Some of it I'm is. telling you, I think Xanadu is one of the gayest movies ever. I think it's does it have gay people in it? Gay characters? Well, all those roller skaters, some of them have to be gay. Gene have Kelly, seen, he's got to be. Yeah. Do they have over the top outfits? Yes. So yes. bad, it's good. Yes. Music, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Footwork, yes. It's all there. Olivia Newton John, gay icon. Star right? power, yeah, gay icon. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Isn't like Xanadu. billboards come to life in it? Yeah. Like, isn't the guy so, like yeah. painting billboards? I've spent yeah. years since I've seen it. Well, That's, we will. It's, it's up there. Tell me. Trust me about it. <laughs> I, we'll have to have you back. All right. we'll talk about what about burlesque? We no know it's brought it in. Yet. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm giving you some ideas here. Okay. I appreciate it. I mean, um, share. Come on now. Well, she's represented by mermaids, which is a 61.71%. So I, Tanya, is gayer than mermaids. Is that Mermaid. our only share? Maybe, right? Uh, you never did mask. We haven't done mask yet. It's the podcast mask. isn't over. It's okay. Yeah, we just started. <laughs> it's only been two years. Um, That's David, it, David. Thank you, you so much. To go. Thank you. I mean, I'll come back anytime to discuss all these movies. Just because I don't know any of the current movies that are no, at the fine, Oscars right. doesn't <laughs> mean I don't know anything. all these other movies that have existed prior to 2020. <laughs> I believe you. There are movies before 2020. Yeah, I used to be good with movies back in the day. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. Is there exactly. anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at Ooh. this time? I have a guess. <laughs> well, yes. So everyone can listen. No, if you've enjoyed me here today because it's my podcast. I am different on the podcast, though. I have to say it's not about, well, I don't really talk that much here either, but it's not about <laughs> me. Like, you know, well, I mean, I know I talked a lot, but my interviews it's all about the guests i ask the questions and i will Mm. do a dance and at the end of the dance you'll be backed into a corner and i will not let you out until you answer wow (laughs) yeah it's a whole dance we do it's like Like we start out nice and friendly and we start out having some fun and it's fun and then i just the the middle part may not be the guest's favorite part of the interview and then when then when daddy gets what he wants you know the last 10 (laughs) minutes let's just then you pet them yeah yeah then i'm like whatever you want so (laughs) if people like bravo and reality tv and pop culture and janice dickinson and all those wonderful people behind the velvet rope wherever podcasts are found and you can follow me on instagram at behind velvet rope there's no thought it's too long just behind velvet yeah 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 we're on twitter yes i'm on clubhouse but let's just stick to what's important Instagram let's start there and it links to everything behind Velvet Rope and listen to the podcast it really is fun if you like all this stuff you might like all these housewives you've quoted we have interviews with all of them I love that crap tune in you know we'll be told we'll have people from the new show the, the mashup whenever that comes out next year I can't wait for this man I've been waiting for, I've had talked to friends about it for like the fat last five years like why are they all like on a bus it's, you know what I mean? I think, like, why are they doing road the rules with the all of seasons them? Is, is the mixing. It's listen. I don't think they have a choice now. I think they're like, what can we do during COVID for right. new content? And they're like, wait, <laughs> isolate people and put them in a house. Well, that qualifies. 
So I mean, that's I how reality that's started, anyways, with the real world. You know, they're I all think thrown in that's a house. True. It's exi- it's been fine for a year, but I don't know how any new shows are going to be made in the reality genre. I mean, Housewives was filmed during COVID, but none of them are having a stellar season. And I don't want to no. see people with masks when I'm watching <sighs> TV. A couple of this this stuff. It's just like it's not what it used to be. COVID is not conducive for real house. Change things. Yeah, it's <laughs> certainly it's it's really changed reality TV. Okay. So yeah. like, I'm not happy. nothing else, just that. Right. Like, damn you, my housewives are wearing masks. I'm pissed. <laughs> we need to do something about this. But everyone should listen and follow me on Instagram and keep in touch and let me know when this is airing because I'll you we will. Me, I, and definitely. you got to follow me so I can, you know, whatever. I'll follow you. We back. will. Of course, definitely. Amazing. And thank you so much. You're so it great. Was fun. Hold on one like... second, but I've just got to say one thing, and it's yes. we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. We're back. John, quick question. Is this was this the first movie we've done that is based on true events? Besides Hellbound Hellraiser 2. And the Ten Commandments? Well, Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. We've had a couple, I think. 300-ish? Maybe. Kinda, sort of. That's an ish, sure. Um, I think that might uh, cruising, definitely. Cruising. Julie and Julia. True. There you go. Um, Rocky Horror, definitely based on a true story. Yep. Topsy Turvy. Topsy Turvy. That's based on a true story. Yeah, there you go. All right. For some reason, I guess maybe biopic. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Who could forget? Who could forget? I could. (laughs) Hoosiers could forget. I still think about their little satin shorts, though. Okay. My one takeaway from Hoosiers (laughs) is their little satin. What do you remember? When I say Hoosiers, what's the first thing you think of? I think uh, playing basketball. I think it's like just the, high, the general concept. The high of socks, the, like the socks that go up to your knees. And it is that's what Oscars are all about. And that's we know you I, love the Oscars, right? I love the Oscars. Very excited. They're kicking people out of Union Station to film the ceremony. Oh, how dare They're they? They're filming part of it at Union Station. Union Station is a working train set. Like millions of people go through it every day. And you're interrupting their commute for the stupid Oscars? Rude. Well, they interrupt commutes all the time for lesser things. Lesser? Th- what's lesser than the Oscars? <laughs> if we're being honest, I don't know. I shooting some seen, movie? You talk, we we're going to ask if I've seen all the Best Picture nominees. Yes, have you? I've seen all of them except The Father, which is not streaming anywhere. Oh, okay, I got a I got a screener of that. Okay, if you it. did you watch yeah. it? I have did. You seen all of them? I have seen all the Best Picture nominees. There's like five more movies that I have to see to have all like the major categories like covered. Yeah, that is the annoying thing about like Hillbilly Elegy getting nominated because now people are like, <laughs> well, now or like Mank, you're like, well, now I got to watch it. Like, no, you don't. Like, it's a waste <laughs> of time. You don't need just because it's nominated for an Oscar shouldn't compel you to watch. There's plenty of other actually good movies that came out last year that weren't nominated. Sure. But if you, you want to see. sort of be able to have the debate and feel like, oh, I know all these movies, then it helps. Like, it always feels weird. Not weird, but like if you're like talking with someone or thinking who, you, what movie you think should win or what performance or what have you should win, it's helpful to be like, I have seen them all. And so I have an opinion on all of them, as opposed to, I don't know about that one. I don't know about this one. God forbid you finish the year without an opinion on Mank. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. Yep. I need to have an opinion on Mank. Otherwise, What's I'll your be take? adrift at the water cooler. <laughs> I didn't see Mank. When have you I been? When's the last say. time you were at a water cooler? 
This is your example, John. <laughs> I did not bring up Mank. You did. You said people need to see everything. So that's why. I don't say they need to. I said it is helpful if we're, if you're talking about it to be like, I've seen all of these things and here's what I think, as opposed to, well, I haven't seen this or this, but here's what I would give it to. Who? I feel that's why the Oscars are bad. They're stupid. <laughs> Because they make people watch movies. You're they right. Make, it's see, a horrible pe- thing. They make people watch bad, lesser movies because they think they fe- you feel it the need still, to watch. People them are choosing to be part to of the conversation. That. Okay, <laughs> you're just you're just beat a pill. Never, <laughs> never. Um, speaking of pills, well, that's, no, that's rude, bad. John. That's rude. I don't like that. Pills we um, like to swallow. Who, dolls. Yeah, speaking of dolls, speaking of the fun pills, we got an email from uh, uh, Jar Jar R. Martin. Uh, the titled theme idea. And uh, they say, we lost the internet for a few days and resorted to Blu-rays and inadvertently watched a bunch of Wachowski films. Would love to have a theme month on them on Patreon. Jupiter Ascending is Camp AF and I think Bound or Cloud Atlas could turn out mega gay. Cloud Atlas has the Korean edge. Uh, the Matrix is still incredible, but two and three are truly steaming piles of trash. Love you both. Thanks for the endless entertainment and goodbye. I mean, they didn't even mention Speed Racer. Speed Racer, that's another good one. Pure candy colored. Yeah. Have you seen Jupiter Ascending? I did see Jupiter Ascending. I love it. It's that so bad. It's, so it's a dumb. different movie every five minutes. Yeah. We might have seen that one together. I wouldn't doubt it. That's entirely possible. <laughs> well, that um, maybe maybe that'll come up. We love those filmmakers. Yeah. And people are, there's been a, so many like essays and articles written about how like the Matrix is like coded as a trans allegory. I did rewatch The Matrix uh, a few months ago and it holds up. This was just the first one or all three? Just the first one. Yeah. Don't know if I saw all of Cloud Atlas, but I read the book and I like the book. Okay. Well, there you go. Something to consider. We'll put it on the list. Uh, yes. If you guys have any other theme ideas or any stuff you want to tell us, uh, you can email us at 20queens, T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old oh. queens, T-W-O old queens, or follow me at Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, we also have merch. If you go to T Public and search for two old queens, we've got a lot of fun stuff you could buy there. And a percent of, of all of our proceeds go to help the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. And finally, another way to support this podcast is we have a Patreon. Go to Patreon and look up two old queens, the retirement plan, where we do a lot of themed stuff and more of us just talking about mostly movies, but not always. That's yeah, true. That's true. Right now we're going through the films of Dolly Parton. So that's right. Uh, come check that out. Check it out. Live your life. Yeah. Wear a mask. Be safe. Be safe. You still got to wear a mask. We're still, still got to do people. it. Still happening. But we there's a light of a clear blue morning that we can see at least. Oh, thank you. Eagles thank you. were born to fly. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. We don't know what we're doing, but we'll see you next time. Good. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, 
People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.